I'm Emily. And I'm Hannah. We are best friends and dietitians. We have a goal of challenging nutrition misinformation and fitness trends with an evidence-based approach. Each episode, we will dish up our thoughts about the latest facts on a popular health-related topic. We're the Upbeat Dietitians. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to a brand new podcast. Hello, everyone. We are so excited to talk to you about today's topic. This has been around for quite a bit now, and we've gotten a lot of questions about it, but we're going to be talking about Apple Watches and fitness trackers, Fitbits, Garmin's, all, maybe even Whoops, all these different kind of more, do you know what no, Have what's you never a heard whoop? Of whoop? No. Oh my, it's like the new thing. I don't. Oh, gosh. oh my gosh. I don't really understand it, so I probably won't speak on it that much honestly, but I do know it is trending more recently, so definitely check it out. I also like the name Whoop. That's pretty cool. A lot. So yeah. <laughs> that's very fun. But we're going to be talking about the pros and cons of fitness trackers and then kind of our final thoughts as we always like to end our videos so yeah yeah we got a couple pros it's mostly going to be cons today (laughs) (laughs) we've got a few pros because they can be useful and we'll kind of explain why and how but it's more so going to be us talking about how they can be a slippery slope for some people Um, and again, like we'll say a million times today, but if they work for you and you don't experience any of these cool, like keep using it, but we're like more so raising awareness to those who don't maybe even notice that the watch is leading to some issues and kind of how to steer clear from that kind of thing. Yeah. We're going to look at both sides of it. Yeah. As always. So let's talk about the pros. So first pro of fitness trackers is they can be very moting, moting. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> they can be very motivating to get in some type of movement or increase your amounts of movement. They're typically sending you either specific goals for you to hit, either like time wise or let's hit this many days of consecutive exercise or just kind of getting you to remember, like, hey, I'm wearing this tracker. May as well get some more movement in. It's good for that. If maybe you needed some external motivation, it's there for that. Yeah, exactly. It's, it can be helpful in that way for sure. Yes. And it can also like increase your awareness. Maybe if you like, didn't really realize how sedentary you were, it can help you like notice that kind of thing. Um, because yeah, we of course do know that being more active is generally going to be a good thing. I have been seeing a lot like on like TikTok and such that when we say it's okay to rest, people are like, oh, but no, it's so important to exercise and get your body active and go to the gym. And like, yeah, that's all true. But it doesn't mean you have to like be a slave to the gym and be in there like seven days a week. No, exactly. It's, we're talking about rest days. We're not saying like rest Don't ever exercise ever again yeah like exercise is bad no it's yeah. give your body some break to recover it exactly. needs to recover so like these apps can help you if you didn't quite realize how sedentary you were being it could perhaps show you oh i actually do only get like 400 steps a day how can i improve that yeah, and kind of increase the awareness 
Yes. I feel like it's especially nice with a lot of desk jobs. We don't really realize how long we're sitting for. So I know I can speak best upon like Apple watches since I have one where they'll send you a reminder, like go stand up. A good reminder to not sit for eight hours straight would not be the worst thing to stand up or go get some water, go to the bathroom (laughs) or something essentially. The next pro is helps with goal setting and accountability. There are specialized goals with like different apps and there's kind of diff depending on the month. Sometimes they have different goals around that. And that's kind of fun to do something maybe a little bit different, but also since you're checking in and it's tracking information, it might help you get to that goal or feel a little bit more motivated to do the goal and help with that accountability piece since something's going to be reminding you to work toward that goal. So that can help as well if you also need another external source of accountability in that standpoint. And yeah, I go (laughs) to the last one. So the last one is that it can help you to connect with others and build community. Um, I don't have an Apple watch, but I'm, if I'm wrong, let me know, but I'm pretty sure you can like follow friends and like, if they do a workout, like you get notified, right? Yep. So that could be a cool way to like help with that accountability and motivation as long as we'll, we'll get this as a con. As long as it's not like leading to like some comparisonitis or like you feeling guilty if your friend Sally closed her rings, but you didn't. Yeah. Which I can personally speak on because I get, I initially would get stressed that like my friends would see my like running times and be like, Emily is a snail, <laughs> which no one is thinking that. Like, also, if anyone thought that, I probably wouldn't be friends with them in the first exactly. place. So, yeah. But it's fun to kind of send the little like messages like, great job. You killed it. Um, And also I know I think Fitbit might have had, Fitbit might have a little bit better of a community setting. I haven't looked into Fitbit in a while, but I know they used to have more kind of group platforms to like share your fitness goals, interact with others, bond, all that fun stuff. Yeah. So definitely are, there are good things and benefits to fitness trackers. We're not here to poo-poo on it <laughs> completely. Poo-poo. <laughs> but we're going to, we want to make sure it doesn't become toxic in any way. Yeah. So let's start with the first con. <laughs> so. You said that's so scary, like. <laughs> I'm just setting it up. What's going to come out my mouth next? My gosh. <laughs> These will make you die. No. I don't like I don't think fitness trackers are lethal. I hope not. Otherwise this would be a different <laughs> podcast episode. I agree. It's a little bit more tame than like our herbal life one where there was like Ugh. liver there actually were deaths. Yeah. Yeah. None recorded here that I know. <laughs> Probably is somewhere, but I didn't find those. Maybe indirectly. Yeah. Yeah. Let's talk about the first one anyway. (laughs) So one of the first cons is compulsively tracking health data can affect your mental health. If you are constantly thinking about it, that we talk about preoccupation with food a lot, the preoccupation with our fitness and physical activity levels, kind of thinking about, oh my gosh, I have to hit my, I have to fill my rings. I have to hit my step goals that can lead to more stress just thinking about it and then lead to 
mental health issues. If like maybe you didn't hit the goal and then you feel a little bit more guilty or upset with yourself, it's going to be causing some more problems there, which we do not. We want good mental health for all of you. Yeah. And like we always say, the stress about not doing a workout or the stress of eating a cookie on the other side is like worse for your health than just like not doing the workout or eating the cookie. Exactly. Like stress is no bueno for our health. No, no. All right. Our next one is that a lot of these trackers give many like one size fits all goals. The biggest one we often think about is that 10,000 steps a day, which we did debunk more thoroughly in um, our episode 61, our fitness myths, part three, we kind of discussed like where this 10 K a day comes from. So we'll kind of co- cover that briefly, but give the episode a listen if you want to hear more. Um, but this like 10 K steps a day is like not a scientifically based number. It just is a marketing tactic they use to sell pedometers in like the 1960s. So by no means is it like, if you get that many steps per day, you're going to be this like fit, healthy person. It may or may not be a good goal for you. Perhaps it's too low or too high. Um, and again, like it's great to set goals for yourself and like try to work towards things. But just because like your fitness tracker says you have to get 10,000 a day does not mean it's really true. And I think with most of them, with most of them too, you can change the goals, right? Like you could make it yes. lower or higher. So it's actually for your needs. Yeah. Yeah. And we actually talked about this a little bit in our, one of our HK classes where we did a little experiment comparing fitness trackers and they weren't even completely all accurate with like the amount of steps you took. So you could be hitting your fitness or your step goal, but maybe the fitness tracker isn't reflecting that because it's just not that accurate, which is crazy to me. But I know I would be like at the gym and doing like up and down, like a bicep curl, for example, and it would count the bicep curls as steps. So yeah. like, it's still like, it's obviously great that I'm doing bicep curls. Like I'm still moving my body, but mm-hmm. I wasn't getting my steps. No, <laughs> you weren't walking around bicep curls. Exactly. <laughs> Although <laughs> you never know in a public gym what you're going to see. That could definitely be a possibility. That's true. To each their own. We don't know. Yeah. We don't know. Uh, so kind of we want to make sure these goals are a little bit more individualized to you. Maybe the 10K step goal isn't great for you. Maybe it needs to be higher or lower, or maybe we need to do something with a little bit lower intensity of 10 Ks can be a little bit too extreme. So kind of going back to the desk job example, maybe standing up more at your desk, like, or standing up every hour or every other hour could be a more reasonable goal or parking farther away from your office building or wherever you're working from to walk a little bit farther or even playing with your dog, your kids could also get in some great movement. Those both have lots of energy. So you'll definitely be moving around a lot. So it'll be good. But we want to make it a little bit more individualized to you. And that's something that you kind of know yourself best. You know where you are right now, fitness level, and you don't have to follow the initial goal that a fitness tracker gives you. It's better that they're allowing you to change it. That's good. Yeah. Um, and like walking um, is so good for you. So like we, again, we advocate yeah. for walking and movement and if oh, you can yeah. get 10 day, a 10K a day, cool. But like that may or may not be what you have to do or should do, or it's best for you. It's just an arbitrary number. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Maybe you hate walking Yeah, <laughs> and it could be something, a completely different fitness goal. 
So something to kind of keep in mind, definitely listen to our myth or fact episode where we talk a little bit more in the, about this in depth though. Let's talk about the next con that I kind of alluded to a little bit earlier. So a lot of people experience guilt if they don't hit the fitness goal that their fitness tracker has, whether this is not feeling their weight rings, the step goal, exercise minute goal, whatever it is, experiencing guilt will affect your relationship with exercise. And we want to have great relationships with exercise like we talked about with food as well. We want to have good relationships with both of those. And it's important that you know you do not need to quantify your exercise to be worthy or be considered like, I don't know, healthy or whatnot. You don't need to track it and hit the specific goal to feel good about yourself. Like you're doing great as is. Any movement's good movement, as we always emphasize. And you do not need to be wearing your watch for exercise to count. And I know this is something that a lot of people struggle with a lot yes. where like eat, they will intentionally like, oh my gosh, I didn't have my watch to track it. It didn't count toward my workouts. It didn't count toward my rings. It didn't count toward my goal. And then they get stressed out about it, even though they were still, they still got out there and moved, yeah. which was great at the end of the day. Like, you hit your goal. It just wasn't tracked. And that's something where we've developed a little bit of a dependence on the watch with that. And you do not need to be movement without your watch is still movement. Yeah. Even if it's not recorded. Have you seen the TikToks of the people who put their watch on their ankles, like while they're on like their walking treadmills, like while they're working? No. Yeah. They like have to have it on, but it's like bothering on them on their wrist. So they put it around their ankle instead. So it like has to count their steps. Yeah. 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 That's no bueno. And like, again, mm-hmm. like it's great to have goals and like better yourself, but. Yeah. But not everything has obsessive. to count towards it. Yeah. And like, you're still getting your steps, whether you are wearing a watch that tells you you did or not. Yeah. Tisk, tisk, tisk. <laughs> it's okay though. It's good to one reflect on this and then yes. to like, do I have this relationship with my fitness tracker? And if you don't, great. If you do, let's reflect on it and yeah. then maybe challenge some of those thoughts. Yeah. And work from there. I stopped wearing mine because it was like becoming this thing where like I had to get my step yes. goal and like close my little rings. I had a Samsung watch, but it's very similar. Yeah. Um, back in my LG or my my android days i've now switched to apple your in android, case anyone wants to come android after me era. Like, yeah <laughs> i think we, we both had an android era we did both have an android era uh, yeah i think i switched after you switched because you convinced me yeah well i went iphone and then i went android and then i went back to iphone same my first smartphone was an iphone like four or something oh my gosh i know i couldn't even tell you what a four looks like i found it at my parents baby. house last like christmas i think i was there hanging out it's oh so like brick like and it had like the home button. <laughs> the home buttons. Oh but it never God. worked. So I'd like do the weird screen thing where you oh, like yeah. lock it from the screen. Yeah. And like the picture quality's terrible. It was rough. Rough. They've come a long ways. <laughs> there were not Apple Watches back when the iPhone 4 was out. Yeah. Yeah. 
I was the same way where I was like, oh my gosh, I have to wear eyelash yes. all the time. But then I started having my ear issues, which is not associated with the watch. Um, I only wear mine now when I work out because I like to see, I like to see where my little route was on Strava. Oh, yeah. And that's fun. I was like, oh my gosh, look, I ran around a lake. <laughs> that's what I, that's literally why I wear it. Not even like I could not care anything about like anything. Yeah. Like, it's like, I just want to see my routes. Yeah. Um, but I know I've actually had conversations with like a lot of my friends who are like, I cannot take off my watch. I know. I like, One time at work, we did like a step challenge and I knew it was going to be a terrible idea. It was not my idea, but I had to participate. And of course it was terrible for me. I like had to wear the watch constantly. I'm very competitive, so I do not <laughs> like to lose. Gosh. I, you tell me you're going to beat me in something and I will make sure I beat you. <laughs> that was not good so I like that was my last my last little hoorah and then I was like this is enough like this does not matter there's like not even a prize like it's just like we all just decided to like like, do a step challenge together because we all wanted to just be more active or something (sighs) red flag yes red flag right there I would like make myself like do an extra walk even though I was like freaking exhausted because i had to beat everyone at work (laughs) so stupid very competitive Uh, i don't like being bad at things i hate losing (laughs) i need to like get back in like a sport like a competitive sport where i can like push people over that's why i like recreational i was gonna say you need to find a recreational soccer league i know and then i feel like you'd thrive my dad actually he's gonna hear this because he always listens to the podcast but he invited me to be on his volleyball league this fall but it's on thursday nights and i have like things every thursday from like now until like basically the end of the year so it won't work but that'd be so good for me i need something to do like that where i'm just able to like slam some balls and (laughs) get pumped about stuff yeah i need to release that somewhere Yes. yes so if you were like me and you're workplace to like a weight loss challenge or a step challenge and it was not good for you it's not your fault but mm-hmm. do reflect on it and see what was not good about it for you yeah and if you can put that energy elsewhere exactly imagine how much more I could have got done otherwise I could have done like so much cleaning or something if I wasn't stressed about getting my stupid steps in <laughs> Or just like rested. I could have also just rested, but you could have rest. You we could won't unpack like my productivity have some more issues. Hobbies. <laughs> like that's okay. We won't a unpack common that theme here. we talk about. Yes, we all know I have an it's issue okay. with sitting still. Okay. Anyway, our it's next <laughs> our next issue with the trackers, like we've kind of already touched on, they're not always very accurate. Um, so they do often track heart rate, and I will say that one's usually pretty close to being. You know, that one's pretty easy to calculate. I mean, it's like checking your pulse. So that one's pretty accurate. Yeah. Um, but they also often estimate your calorie needs as well. And like, especially calories burned. This one is often so far off. So like, yeah. for example, if you are someone who is counting calories and you are adding calories back from what your watch says, your calories burned were. First of all, this insinuates that you have to earn your calories by doing exercise, which is not the case. 
but it also likely is not accurate. So you could be either very much overeating or undereating what your actual calorie need is because this watch is telling you that you burned X amount, which may or not be accurate. Yeah. And it's typically based off of like the duration you'd put in. If you selected a specific type of exercise, it's going to kind of cater to that. And then also your heart rate is going to be a big one. And I have not the greatest health, (laughs) (laughs) but my heart rate skyrockets all the time. Mm. So my watch thinks I'm like working out (laughs) super intensely, but I'm just not like, I don't regularly work out as much as I would like to. So that's why it's not the greatest reflection. It's like, oh my gosh, she's really pushing herself. No, she's just like, <laughs> she's just stressed. Die, just die on that run. That is, that is why it's happening. So it's, it's something, yeah, just not accurate. And it's not good to kind of base it off of that. Like the best way to measure calories would be, we'd put you in this little area and we'd measure your changes in heat as you like worked out but that's just not I don't know anyone who's done that like no, unless you are expensive pro- and you can't do it every so, day and like if you did it no. Monday it would be different than if you did it on Wednesday yes it's it's kind of like a I'm not really a big fan of those features I've on the told my bod pod story haven't I on here this episode is brought to you by Shopify Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. This episode is brought to you by Kia's first three-row all-electric SUV, the Kia EV9. With available all-wheel drive and seating for up to seven adults. With zero to 60 speed that thrills you one minute. And available lounge seats that unwind you the next. Visit kia.com slash EV9 to learn more. Ask your Kia dealer for availability. No system, no matter how advanced, can compensate for all driver error and or driving conditions. Always drive safely. This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. Yes, you have. I was like you baking have. in front of the class. <laughs> you have. I don't know when we talked about that. It was I maybe it was a, but yeah, you told Go find story. it. It's it's in one of these podcast archives where I explain the story of how I was <laughs> naked in front of the entire class, basically to do the bod pod to get my BMR calculated, and then it didn't even work. Yeah, <laughs> very Ugh. disappointing. No. Yeah. Ugh. I should get like a cut on my tuition for that. <laughs> We're going back to Purdue. Maybe we can get you in there. Oh, yeah. Oh, she asked Rachel if I could do the That would be pod. actually so fun. I'll tell her the whole story about how, like, I need this. It was traumatizing. <laughs> it would just. You made me strip in front of the entire yeah. class. <laughs> no, I didn't know my PMR. Yeah. <laughs> I need to know my PMR. And back like... then, I was, like, very into, like, 
calories and hitting the gym obsessively maybe it was a blessing in disguise that's true maybe it would have like sent me into a downward spiral even more (laughs) if i had known my bmr (laughs) she was actually looking out for you (laughs) yeah the lady that was doing it probably knew i had issues she's like we're just gonna say it's broken pressing buttons like turning it off and (laughs) on yeah we're just setting it off uh, that's funny yeah okay but anyway essentially calories are not super accurate and then also what goes along with it with like the whole like earning calories through exercise is just yeah. not a route we want to go down because it might not even be accurate you might be under eating you might be overeating. we're not listening to those hunger and fullness cues because we're just kind of looking at a number especially if you're tracking that mm. can distort those hunger and fullness cues as well and we don't want that. Something I want to note that is not accurate, and this is actually a pet peeve I personally have with Apple, is the minutes are not accurate mm. of how much time, like, on one of the rings is, like, how many minutes you exercise. And I have exercised well beyond, like, I put in my little workout, and then it should, it should transfer over to the rings but it does not yeah oftentimes it is more determined by your heart rate so Mm. i've been doing like lower i've i assume other people have i'm assuming we should not assume but i am assuming other people have experienced this where you're doing like lower intensity workouts where your heart rate just isn't going up and it doesn't count it toward your exercise ring so like if you're like yes, it's doing like some tricep dips, like your heart rate's not going to oh, get yeah. that high. No, but it doesn't always count it. Maybe it'll count like half of it or like three quarters of it, but it doesn't count the entire time. And I'm like, that's dumb. That like insinuates why? that like only like cardio counts as exercise. Exactly. Where your heart rate is like skyrocketing yeah. or like much higher. And then that's like, yeah, this is when exercise counts. No, that's no. not true. You don't have to be exhausted and pushing yourself to have it count as exercise that's dumb i didn't know it did that yes i it is a pet peeve i have because on the contrary i have actually a very funny story i feel like i talked about this at one point but i'm gonna i don't know if i actually did i have gone to purdue football purdue basketball games is when it would happen more because my i would be more stressed during those (laughs) there was a game my heart we were playing michigan state and it was like Mm. a really good game but I get like easily riled up during sporting <laughs> events, not like yelling, but like my, st- I started sweating yeah. and stressing out. It thought I did an, like an 80, a hundred minute workout when literally I was sitting. Emily's in- like burning more calories than actual athletes on the court. <laughs> I literally was sitting in a stadium watching a sporting event and it thought I was working out. <laughs> And I hit, I hit my exercise goal. Wow. I hit my calorie goal. I literally did not work out that day. Like the most I did was you would, you know, when you'd stand up when something happened, you clap. That is what I was doing. Oh man. And it would happen maybe every couple minutes or so, but no, I was not working out. My heart rate was just through the roof because Purdue sports gives me like a heart attack. Yeah. And I hit my exercise goal. Wow. And my calorie goal because I was unwell <laughs> during the game. That's so awesome. just that just shows like it is not accurate. Literally, no. imagine if someone like us both 
very anxious individuals just living <laughs> their life their their devices My heart are rate's always high yeah 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 so it's just i'm constantly stressed about something literally same <laughs> it's a problem and yeah it's just not <laughs> i mean i guess we are basically always in like a a fat burning heart rate because of <laughs> stupid anxiety <laughs> you know, literally our fitness trackers i'm like yes yeah look at them constantly They're working so out fit. no i'm just no. unwell this mentally. Is a mental disorder <laughs> <laughs> we're not doing well so that's one of my biggest peeves one of the biggest beef pieces of beef i have that's hilarious <laughs> it just thinks that you are just like doing jump lunges no you're just am, watching Purdue basketball I'm watching Purdue basketball that's so great <laughs> oh yeah all right we've got two <laughs> more cons and they're all very related but this next one is that um these trackers can make it difficult to assess what type of exercise your body actually wants or needs or if like a rest day would even be more beneficial for you because like mm-hmm. with the app again like my understanding I don't have one but or like with the tracker it like has like it wants you to close your rings like every day right yep but like what if you need a rest day like what if your body is like exhausted you're low energy and like doing exercise will actually just like make you feel worse than if you just rested yeah so it kind of gives you that idea that like no days off mentality which we know is not great or like emily kind of said like what if you don't want to do like high heart rate stuff like what if you want to like lift some weights pretty low intensity or do some yoga Mm -hmm. um it may not help you reach your step goal but it's still going to be really really great movement for your body yeah and we encourage getting different types of movement and so you work those different muscle groups and you also don't overstress your body from one specific type just doing like high intensity or something like that yeah Um, I never really thought about that honestly how like it would give you the same goal every single day and yeah I never really hit it because that is (laughs) very inconsistent (laughs) yeah but yeah it doesn't include like you're gonna obviously naturally burn calories because you are alive and organs are functioning and you're probably moving at some point yeah yeah but uh yeah it's just not inclusive of all those different types of days that you would probably need and like on those days that you don't hit your ten thousand steps or close your rings or whatever it's probably gonna say you burned less calories and so you have to eat less and it's a vicious cycle that way too yeah and you'll feel sad you didn't hit your rings because it sends a little celebratory thing when you do so yeah you don't get that reinforcement (laughs) it needs to be one that's just like you survived today (laughs) you got through the day good maybe that's what we'll make let's let's completely shift gears and we're just gonna give good quotes for like you made it through today you ate a meal you drank some water Uh, you did proud of you you got out of bed you brushed your teeth honestly i feel like i would like thrive from the brushing your teeth i hate that brushing my teeth same i think i've mentioned this before on here like i Mm -hmm. hate it i do it oh yeah ask ross like i hate brushing my teeth (laughs) same i don't know what it is same I hate flossing. There's this book I want you to read and everyone else to read. It's called How to... Oh, I want to get this right. Hang on. Let me pull up my hoopla because I'm currently renting it. Let me add it to my Goodreads. 
Um, so it's can... it's also very short because it's like made for those who like struggle with those like those care tasks, like trying to like make those happen. So it's I'm like bad at self care. Yes, this, it's like a short book because of that. It's called How to Keep House While Drowning, and there's a free audio version on Hoopla. If you have like a local is library. it a gentle approach to cleaning and organizing by yes. Casey Davis? Okay, it talks about how like why are we folding our underwear kind of stuff like mm. like there are bigger battles to fight and like if you struggle with the care task of brushing your teeth here's what you can do to like set a goal for yourself to make that happen yeah. more and things like that it's really really I good i really this. like it so far self-care is something that is not i feel like we talk about self-care but it's like whenever we t- we see self-care on social media or media it's always like this extravagant process and it doesn't that's what she says she's like that. you don't have to have like all the organizational like bins unless you want to then go for it but like yeah. make it functional for you so you actually can like keep up with whatever that form of self-care is yeah i'm excited yeah good read i'm like halfway through it so far i've been listening to it while i do like house stuff mm-hmm. Very on brand. <laughs> yes, it is. That says so much. It's okay. It's okay. It's a work in progress. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I'm like <laughs> listening to this book about like slowing the hell down while I'm As not do slowing down. Tasks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's funny. It's okay. It's good to uh, reflect. It's good to I'm reflect. learning. I'm learning. <laughs> yes. The last con we have is that attachment that can develop between yourself and the device. So kind of going back to what we talked about already is like, have you always felt the need to wear the device or track your progress? Do you feel like you can't work out unless you have it? Or sometimes that takes away the enjoyment of working out and kind of it simplifies sometimes working out to just like a quantitative measure like calories burns minutes completed um i know in whoop there's like some uh, what's it called i should know this i've been hearing people talk about more but there's like some type of like exertion factor or something like oh. probably that there's also a recovery rate i know <laughs> so maybe that as well but it's kind of just like reducing it to a number sometimes when exercise can do be so much more like that for example hiking is very fun for me can't speak for everyone yeah. but if I just like thought about hiking as a quantitative value I just see like oh you spent this much time walking around <laughs> I didn't I don't really think about like the sites you see you're kind of like invite like a new place to explore or like bonding with others it takes away yeah. those components as well and just kind of reduces it to nothing, which kind of goes along with like calorie tracking, honestly, where it mm-hmm. takes away the enjoyment around food and yeah. things and just reduces it to a number. Exactly. It takes away like culture and memories and celebrations and emotions. It's just like food is just calories. Yeah. You're a robot. Yes. Yep. Okay. We've got one last one. It's very quick and to the point and it's that these can be expensive. <laughs> So that's really it. Yes. It makes you seem or feel maybe that if you can't afford this, then your exercise doesn't count because you're not wearing some fancy dancy watch. And that's obviously untrue. No, you didn't. You did not. This is not a necessity. No, it is a luxury. And even with that, it's not even necessary or helpful for those who can't afford it. 
or no. want to afford it. Yeah, you do not need this. No. At all. <laughs> no. In fact, it might be a good idea not to get it if you think any of the things we've discussed today might be the case for you. Exactly that. Cool. So let's talk about our final thoughts. So there are pros way back when we talked about them and they fitness trackers can be helpful to some individuals, but they're not really meant to be like heavily relied upon. And a lot of the features are estimations as we talked about, not super accurate. And we don't want to, if you like do want to keep using your watch, we have a couple tips for you. So first one being is do not pay attention to the calories burned. This is so inaccurate. You didn't get it from the low intensity remarks about the different types of exercise. My story when I was stressed and I burned so many calories from stress, even though I was not burning calories, I was just anxious. Like it doesn't know like how much muscle mass you have versus fat mass or any of that either. Yeah. I think it takes into account your height and weight at most, but that changes day to day. Yeah. Also, there's not that body composition side of it. So the calorie part could easily just start petition right now. Let's get rid of the calorie part. I don't think we need that. No. Next little tidbit or if you do want to continue using your watch, is incorporating weight-bearing exercise. This doesn't emphasize the steps and the calories burned as oftentimes like cardio is often more paired with, but there are many health benefits with this. We probably talk about this many times. I know we talk about it with, I'm probably our, one of the myth or fact yeah. episodes. We have three of them, so go listen to all three. Yes. We probably also talk about it with like Brendan, Damien, Mm -hmm. Elias, Steve. Go check out any of our episodes with any of our personal training friends. They all talk about various reasons of importance of resistance training and whatnot. And you'll get to hear all their different opinions on it, so that'll be good. And the last little tip would be do not become obsessed, and that's something more like let's start with reflection right now let's just start with do i feel attached to this do i feel like i could do a workout with this do i feel like even a workout do i feel like i could go a day not wearing my watch let's start there yeah reflect on that challenge some of those thoughts and something we can work toward is like remembering this is just a tool this is not a lifeline you do not need this it is not essential to life it's more of a luxury. And even then, maybe it won't help you if you know you're a little bit more prone to kind of those obsessive thoughts. Yeah. It could be a luxury that is harming you. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> so awful. <laughs> My voice I'm is like, like all scratchy too. I don't know where that came I'm like, from. what is happening? <laughs> yeah. Those, those yep. are final thoughts. I agree. Okay. The bonus question I'm excited about. I like thought of it while I was like working on the outline for this because it's very on theme yes okay bonus question Emily you go first as you're the one who does more outside workouts (laughs) would you rather do you hear my voice I'm like getting all raspy I'm wondering like are you sick you good I just had sleeping enough I just ate I always sleep enough but I just ate something and I think it's just (laughs) food okay question about sleep (laughs) I'm usually sleeping plenty question is would you rather exercise in really cold weather or really hot weather 
Dreaming of a better sleep? Tossing and turning is not your destiny. And Ollie is here to help. Ollie invites you to sink into sweet, sweet slumber to improve your mental and physical health and overall wellness. More than just melatonin, Ollie's ingredients help you unwind your mind for a delightfully dreamy drift off. Sleep is on the way at Ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. How do you feel great on vacation? Like really good? Easy. You go to Aruba. You'll spend your time relaxing on cool white sand beaches and floating in healing blue water. You'll immerse yourself in natural wonder and find your center on an island where things move at your speed. You won't just feel great. You'll feel relaxed, renewed, and ready for life. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your trip at aruba.com. Yes. I'm strongly opinionated on this because I have worked out in negative 10 degree weather and I worked out in like 110 degree weather. So I would rather do cold because you can wear more layers True, and at some point you just start to become numb so you don't feel it anymore. That's true. On the hot side, I hiked in Arizona in July. I have fainted once before, not related to this, but I thought I was going to faint again. Mm -hmm. It was literally like I was stripping to like shorts and sports bra. I was drinking so much water and nothing was working. I literally was like getting lightheaded. I thought I was going to faint. I wasn't sure if I was going to throw up. And there was nothing I could do about it. Mm. Oh, well, maybe you could have like more access to liquids if you were like not going out far somewhere. But yeah, it was miserable because you just mm. keep sweating and then you're gross and then everything's heavy. And I did not experience the numbing feeling <laughs> I felt with cold. Yeah. Or it's kind of like your second wind almost. Yes. Yeah. So I'm team hmm. very cold. My experience comes from when I played soccer, like in high school, especially. And I also have played soccer in like the snow and also in like Indiana, July and August, where it's like 100 degrees. I don't know. I just like really hate being cold, like so much. Just generally speaking, I hate being cold. And so I would always just like not have a good time playing in the cold. But when it is exercise, you do get warm as you exercise. So that. I might have to agree with you on the cold one, but I don't know. I also feel like I have a higher tolerance for heat because I hate being cold so much. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. I think if you have plenty of access to water and you can like rest whenever you need to, I would definitely choose hot, but I think it's more dangerous for most people to like do intense exercise in hot weather because heat exhaustion and heat strokes and all those are very very real and scary yes. yeah so I don't know I guess I'm kind of on the line as always but yeah I will just say generally I like being hot more than cold <laughs> yeah I would agree though like I need to be like a little reptile under a heat lamp at all times same I hate being cold same same I would like rather be uncomfortably hot than cold but in the case of exercise I probably would have said hot before, honestly, if I hadn't hiked in Arizona. And yeah. then I experienced that. And I was like, 
this is the worst thing I've ever experienced in my entire life. Um, granted, the cold example, I was running, so it was like a little bit different, I guess. Yeah, and like I said, you kind of you'll get warm eventually if you're doing exercise. Yes. Like with soccer, yeah. I would be like freezing at first, but then you start playing you the game up. and you warm yeah. up. Yeah. Yeah. So, so like with hot, you just keep getting hotter. <laughs> yeah, it's not getting colder. Yeah, no matter how much you sweat. Exactly. Yeah. So. Mm. I think just the bottom line is we like to be warm. And if we ever <laughs> yes, were to like run an office together where we just like did our podcast all day, it'd be like 80 degrees in our office. Oh yeah. It would not be cool. no, <laughs> no, we would be, it would be very warm. We'd have like complimentary <laughs> slippers for our guests and like blankets. <laughs> yeah. They'll be like, it's so hot in here. I'm like, yes. Yes. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> Got our hot tea and we're just like yep. bundled yep. up. And I live with a man who likes to be cold. So it's a constant battle around here. (laughs) Oh my gosh. No, I don't know what Bobby's like. Yeah. I was gonna say, what is Bobby like? I don't know. I guess you both like, don't really get the opportunity to have full control over your thermostat. So no, I could not. That'll be an interesting thing when you guys move in. (laughs) We'll see if we fight. Ooh, it's a con. (laughs) We've been married for almost three years and it's still a constant fight. So it's fine. (laughs) Not one that will break you up, which is good. No, it's just uh. (laughs) Who can be the most petty and like increase without the other one noticing? <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's so funny. Okay. I don't think I, I have like that any question about this. I do too. That I thought it was question. a different approach. Yeah, I don't think I've ever. I've heard about people being like hot or cold, but I've heard about it in exercise. exercise. So this was good. Yeah, nice and specified. <laughs> look at us i know specific. i always i always try to get them to like match the theme sometimes they just don't make any sense and that's okay no. too yeah but i try to get them to kind of match like the beach body one where i threw in the what was my question oh the fries and the shake oh yeah so it was like shakeology yes. so try to like yep. incorporate a similarity there because you guys really care. <laughs> I know. If they probably didn't even get this far, they've been no. long gone since, like, we talked about Emily's basketball story, probably. <laughs> or my bod pod story for the fifth time. <laughs> probably like skipping, like, yep, I know. I know, I know she was upset and oh, I know she stripped. Yep. Hannah has anxiety I've heard about this not before. sitting down. Cool. Well, we already know Hannah this. Hannah can't, not to one's <laughs> task at once. We're going to skip them. <laughs> Thanks, guys, for <laughs> hanging out. We've made it this far. Or if you didn't, we appreciate you for even just clicking in the first place. Yeah, we appreciate you coming here. Yeah. We should let them go. We, we should, should let you go. We should... Or just hanging on by a thread at this point. Yeah. Yeah. So go watch those other, go listen to those other videos or watch them on YouTube and, and then do some reflection. It's always yes. fun. All cool. right, guys. Thanks for listening. We will see you in episode 74. Alrighty. Have a good one. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in on this episode of the Upbeat Dietitians with your hosts, Emily Krause and Hannah Thompson. We appreciate you all so much for continuing to support us. In order to support us and sustain the success of this podcast, please subscribe and leave a rating and review. If you'd like to provide us feedback for future episodes and guest stars, follow us on Instagram at The Upbeat Dietitians. Lastly, you can show us support by providing a monthly donation using the link at the end of our bio. Once again, thank you so much for listening today and stay tuned next Wednesday for a new episode. 
Until then, we hope you have a wonderful rest of your week.